This is an Onomi podcast. Cool. And we're on a podcast. We're back. We're back. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Growing Up. I've been living in the shadow. It stands over me. We out here. We growing up. Sometimes too fast. Sometimes too fast. Sometimes too slow. Yeah. Aging by the day. Hopefully getting wiser, getting smarter, getting more balanced, becoming the manifesting girlies we want to be. <laughs> manifesting girlies. We should get a shirt with that. We actually should. Yeah. yeah. New merch. We yeah. need a new, new merch New drop. merch. Manifesting girlies. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm trying to be a manifesting girlie, Ramey. You know? What are you looking to manifest? You know, there's just like, I got like, I got hopes and dreams. Okay. Actually, that's one of the questions that came through okay. was about, we can get into it, but it's about how your hopes and dreams have changed as an adult versus as a kid. And they definitely do. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's a lot kind of, um, that's already in process, you know, with the podcasts and my new music and hopefully the SAG strike ending so I can act again, but, um, soon, hopefully. Yes. Um, and just, just ways I want to feel in my adult life. That's a big part of what I try and manifest is, Mm. is how do I want my life to feel? And what's the answer to that question? Exactly, Remy. <laughs> exactly, Remy. That's how you manifest. Mm-hmm. You ask that question to yourself over and over and over again. But today, we are manifesting uh, a conversation with you at home, our community, our grown-up community. Um, we're going to do some top tips. Yes. Top adulthood life tips from you. And we're going to discuss if uh, we, uh, you know, how we feel about your tips and uh, the topics you're bringing up. So um, what do you got for us, Ramey? Yeah, we've got a top, top eight tips right here. We're bringing it back to my space with the top eight. Okay. Um, and I really love this first one. This was from a YouTube community comment. So thanks everyone for being in there. All right, here's the tip. It can be hard to completely escape absorbing content nowadays. Spend time filtering your content to help you grow and inspire yourself. Comparison culture is way too toxic to keep inviting into our lives. And they said thank you for the content on growing up because, yeah, we're kind of doing that. I love that. Yeah, I I would uh, like to think that our content is uh, pretty positive in anyone's feed or at least, you know, thoughtful, will make you laugh and or make you feel, you know, kind of reflective about your life, which I think is good content to have. Yeah, I like that tip a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, things are so saturated now in terms of how much content we are receiving on a daily basis. Yeah. Um, and the algorithm will become whatever you put your attention on a lot. And that can be hard because also like half the time we're on our phone, we're doing it pretty unconsciously. It's kind of like our break time, our mental break time. So just you can end up just watching like, I don't know, like office clips and like super pretty celebrities and cat videos cat videos, and maybe like some some dumb memes for a week on your off time on your phone. And then all of a sudden that's all you're getting fed. Um yeah, I definitely try and do like an algorithm and who I follow check mm-hmm. every like, let's say like six months. Yeah. 
Um, just update. Is this what I want my feed to look like on Instagram, on TikTok? Like, do I want to unfollow some people? Do I actually want to actively go follow some accounts that maybe have some more uh, inspiring or like uplifting or thoughtful content? Um, do I want to let go of some of the silly meme accounts? And the answer is no. <laughs> no, I want to keep all the meme accounts because they make me laugh and I send them to my friends in group chats. <laughs> so those are important to have. Yes. I also, I heard, I get overwhelmed with all of the, even the inspirational content nowadays or the educational content that I know I should be consuming. I'm like, there's so much of it. How do I choose what to watch? And I'm never going to have enough time. And I read something the other day that said, when you're feeling overwhelmed with all of the content out there, think of it like a sushi conveyor belt and like you don't have to eat all of it. Just pick and choose little things here and there yeah. and that is enough. And that made me feel a lot better. And it goes back to what you're saying, like pick and choose what you're following. You don't have to consume it all. Yes. And do the check-ins well, every that's, now and then. That's so true too because it doesn't all have to be like productive yeah that if that's your mindset like on social media and in your life like maximize my productivity maximize my productivity um that's just exhausting at mm -hmm. a certain point yeah I find all of us all of us now yes filter your content yes make your feed good but what all of us need is is not more content in mm. any capacity, except for this content, <laughs> except for which I up. need you to follow <laughs> and comment on and subscribe and share. Separate from this content, <laughs> nobody needs more content. I think what we actually need uh, right now, all of us, is more space for nothingness. It's just more nothing time. I've really been trying to limit my phone time more, especially in the morning and at night. If I can not be on my phone for the first hour of my day, my brain feels better for the rest of the day. Yeah. And, it, and it's hard. It's really hard. You, I need to start sleeping with my phone in a separate room so that I can't even do that. I tell myself this every night. Mm -hmm. Don't look at your phone first thing. I do it every day. I know. Every day. I know. Because it's the easiest thing to do when you're waking up. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm... I, I'm so groggy. Let me just start scrolling because it'll slowly wake me up. And mm -hmm. it does. But what it does is set um, it sets the threshold of like your dopamine for the day. And it's setting it in a very weird place. Like literally you're going to check your phone more throughout the day if you're starting your day like that. Mm -hmm. um, because you're you're kind of starting off the day on this in this place with dopamine rather than start your day off slow. I've really been trying and it's been going good. What do you do instead? I've been up? taking a walk first thing mm -hmm. is get up, feed my cat and just get, get my outside. fucking shoes on, get outside and go for a walk either around the block or around my neighborhood. It could be short. It could be long, but going for a walk to start my day and just slowly let my thoughts ramp up rather than immediately be scrolling and thinking about the entire universe. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, um, filter your content, but also, just less, just less content. Just give yourself time for nothingness. That, there's tip within a tip there. Uh-huh. I love it. All right. What else you got? Um, okay. These are tips from you guys, from our audience. We appreciate you because I, I actually do love this. Uh, we did one episode like this before, and you guys brought so much wisdom. I, I, I just love that our audience out there is so wise already. 
I know. It's great. Okay, this one, this one is probably very relatable to anyone out there with a job, a corporate job. This tip is learn to have a good work-life balance because at the end of the day, you are replaceable at any job. You are not replaceable in your home life. Uh. And valuing a healthy work environment is so underrated. I always think that like, this is really morbid, but if you died, they would replace you in two weeks time, which is- Two weeks, two days. <laughs> yeah, for some yeah. jobs probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so when, some of my friends get so stressed about their jobs. Yeah. And I just want to shake them and be like, this does not matter. Like we, we all have to make money. Yes. yes. But don't let it kill. Don't kill yourself over this job. Yeah. That they would replace you in a second. Yep. Yeah. Unless it's like your absolute dream that you're yeah, building you and creating. It. But if you're hired by someone, I think, yeah, I think this is a great tip because I think a lot of us in life lean towards, um, Definitely people pleaser tendencies, but beyond that, a lot of us lean towards in a job like I need to be good. You actually mm -hmm. have a like you want to show up good. You want to be liked. You want to be valuable. And this gets abused in jobs because employers, even if they're good people, mm -hmm. employers will take advantage of that if you're allowing it. Like, oh, yeah, no, I'll come in extra and not get paid more and I'll have my phone on at all times to answer you whenever even though that's not what um, jobs are supposed to be like mm -mm. I think we all uh, have struggled with that balance at times I for sure have especially when I was working my day jobs like yeah you can definitely have your boundaries crossed by a job um, when really yeah, you don't need that job. You need any job. Mm -hmm. I always think if you get a new job, you the best time to establish the boundaries is when you get a new job. Like yes. don't, the second you start answering past 6 p.m., boom, it's expected of you. Mm -hmm. So don't even do it from the jump. Mm -hmm. I'm guilty of not doing this. I mm -hmm. answer at like 10 p.m. Terrible. I should never do that. I know. And even if you're at a job like working with your friends, which I kind of currently am, like, yeah. At the end of the day, it's a business. Yeah. They could, they, and I would understand that. So it's, you know, they also have to understand that I have a life, which is why I'm going on vacation tonight. <laughs> because, you know, I'm not. Live your life. Yeah. 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 Find that balance because you can. It's on you to choose it. Like, mm -hmm. it really is. And some jobs won't be down and some jobs will pressure you to do more than they're paying you for um, and guilt you into things the same way parents yeah. will guilt you into shit, teachers, like. But it's on you to, like, make this work in your life. Yeah. Yeah, I like that tip. Um, this next one kind of relates. So this tip is don't wait for your life to suddenly get better. Go after the things you want. Live in the now. Ask for help if you need it. You have you have not because you ask not. Oh, you have not, not because, because you, you ask, ask not. not. <laughs> Which, yes. Stay away from what you know will trigger you and remember that no one can live your life for you. Make something happen. Mm. Yeah. This is good. Yeah, I, I have been thinking about that recently. Like, you can't just be expecting your life to change overnight. Or without also, doing anything. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, you can't yeah. just be th wanting your life to be different 
and just like waiting for it to occur on its own. Mm -hmm. um, you really have to start believing the change can happen, knowing what you want to change and start taking action towards it. And sometimes that looks like asking for help. Sometimes it looks like just starting to make different choices. Um, and sometimes these changes you want in your life take years to actually, um, to actually like click over, yeah. to actually become your new reality. Like, like for real, you could be unhappy with something in your life and sometimes you got to kind of be taking action and stay in there for years for it to really click over. And then you look back and you go, whoa, it, it's all different now. And it felt like it was going to be forever. It felt like I was going to be stuck forever. It felt like I was going to struggle forever. Um, and the truth is, like, you won't. Everything will, everything will change. Everything will come to pass. Um, but, yeah, you can't just, like, wait around. You can't just wait around for it. No, that really spoke to me. I feel like for a long time in my early 20s, I was, like, in a haze, in a depression, waiting, waiting, waiting. But I was taking small actions at the time and I just mm -hmm. felt like nothing was adding up. And yeah. I was like, why am I putting myself out there? Why am I going to meet this person? Why am I going to this event? And now, truly now that I'm 29, I look back at those years like I'm in the spot I dreamed about then. Yeah. And I was doing those little things that felt like it was never going to happen for me. And now I'm scared that I'm going to lose it all. But um, <laughs> <laughs> that's a different type of anxiety. Um, yeah. But it really does get – you do get to that place where – all of the small actions you do will Add lead up. you to that that spot. So yeah, it's such a tricky thing. That's such a hard place to be. I've for sure been there where I'm like, all the, because it's hard when you're in a depressed or anxious state to feel like you have the energy, motivation, or just mental clarity mm -hmm. to kind of take action to get through it, and then it hurts doubly bad when you do, you know pull something together in yourself, you start taking some actions and then you don't see any results from it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's easy to get that thought like, well, what am I, what am I what doing, am I this, doing for? this for? I should just stay depressed. Um, but enough of that over time and that messy nonlinear process of doing that. Like I'm depressed, I'm taking action. It's not working. I'm depressed again. <laughs> I'm taking action. I don't feel good about it. I'm depressed again. Like that nonlinear thing, if you do it enough and, and just kind of keep understanding that you do want to move out of it, eventually things open up. Like kind of nature takes its own time, which is hard for us, us little human brains to go like, no, I just but want I it want now. it now. Yeah. <laughs> I want it now. Yeah. I also want a shirt that says little bitch. <laughs> so, so we need a manifesting girly shirt. Yeah. We need a <laughs> little bitch shirt. Mm -hmm. This is my little bitch. Yeah, that I want it now. Yeah, but I want it right now. There's a lot that I still want. But you of know, course, little actions adding up. Um, <laughs> okay, this this tip is oh, I love this tip. If drama keeps following you, then you are part of the problem. Boom! <laughs> like boom, motherfucker! Don't you hate when people are like, "Oh my god, this happened, this happened." It, hello, uh, cycle. Why are you still getting in these issues, dude? 
that just repeat that tip again in case you weren't listening well there's a second part to it so if drama keeps following you then you are part of the problem so take a look inside and heal go to therapy no matter how good your childhood was or life is because I think that's true people think well I I had a great childhood like I don't have any problems I can't be the problem you might still need to work out some you know attachment (laughs) issues whatever's going on I don't know oh no matter what your child, my childhood was was great. You still arrive yeah. to adulthood with issues, with issues mm-hmm. either codependency or or avoidant or whatever. Like we all show up with it, but but just that tip about drama, dude. I I don't have drama in my life. Me either. I do not. I not, don't have a tolerance for it. Yeah, like not drama. I have issues that come up. I mm-hmm. have hurts. I have wounds. I have trauma sometimes. Right, like those things show up. But in terms of like drama like he said this and then she said fucking that and like I can't believe that I don't have any of that in my life because I don't engage with it and you're not part of the problem that's you remove yourself from those situations and so if you're finding yourself in those yes take a look in and get remove yourself too yeah I it what (laughs) what you give your attention to will grow this is one of these weird universal like cosmic laws. And, you know, I I don't know that science can prove it, but if you look around at your life, it's true. What you put your attention on will grow. So if there's kind of like these like little fucking gossipy moments between you and your friends or whatever, and then you go to another friend and you start fucking putting all your attention and thinking about it and talking about like this little bullshit comment that you're blowing way out of proportion or whatever. Um, then you're gr- feeding the drama and your life is drama. I just get so bored. It's so by boring. It. And Ugh. you know what I was going to bring up because I feel a lot. A lot of this happens when my friends are dating. They'll be like dating this jerk guy. And, oh, why is this happening to me? I'm like, you are allowing this to happen to you, first of all. And I think it's so boring if a guy doesn't find me, like, the most amazing thing ever. So I just want to say, if you're having drama in relationships, like, you can't, you're dating and these people are mean to you and da-da-da-da, um, that's boring. Yeah. Why, they, you deserve to be seen as this amazing, beautiful, perfect thing. And if you're not, if you're allowing that kind of dating drama, mm, no, it's I, boring. I I agree entirely. I think this happens mostly in dating or happens yeah. so much in dating is people are addicted to the drama of dating and not like actually navigating what it is to try and be with another human. Like, cause there can be, there can be um, conversations, there can be different wants and needs between you and whoever you're dating. It doesn't have to be drama. Or you don't have to wonder, do they want me? Do they like me? That should never be Yeah, just the talk case. to them. Just yeah. ask them. Yeah. Just be direct. And don't put up with if they're not responding to you and they're treating you poorly and you have to wonder that all the time. Yeah, if it's not... Be exactly. bored with that. Be bored with that. Yeah, be bored <laughs> or be boundaried. Yeah. Like, if, if it doesn't work for you, then don't be in it. No one's, like, forcing you to do anything. I, I think for sure... Uh, I've definitely seen it with, with friends, like women are involved in a different aspect of this. And I just want to say, ladies, if you are going over every detail of every fucking text conversation and moment 
that you're having with someone you're dating, if you're going over every single detail with your council of girlfriends, you're gonna fuck it all up. Mm -hmm. And you're not gonna know your actual feelings about the situation because you're, uh, you're like getting it from all your friends. So now you're gonna have eight friends' voices and feelings in your head you know, and it, it, it's not to say, like, look, if you have super wise, great friends, like, of course, of course I, I go to my friends for counsel sometimes when I, when I need clarity on something. But know where you stand before you start getting all your fucking friends' opinions on who you're dating and everything they said to you and what you said to them and every moment of the date. Like, dude, you're going to drive yourself insane and you're going to create uh, drama where there isn't. You're going to mm -hmm. create situations that the guy doesn't even know is happening. The guy isn't thinking about any of this. No. They don't no. think about the things that women, and I'm myself included, I spin the craziest stuff in my head. Like, oh, well, he... Da, da, da. I, I'll ask Dane, my fiance. I'm yeah. like, he's like, what? I never thought about that. <laughs> he's like, how did you come to that conclusion? Yeah. Like, you're they like, but don't. you said this at the beginning of dinner, and that means yes. this, which yes. means this, which means this, which means this. And he's like, I just didn't want ice cream. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, I, I've that exact conversation. That exact conversation. That's what I'm saying. So. I've seen this out there, and and I feel for you who are doing this. Like, I I, I feel for you because I know it's coming out of it's, it's coming com out of fear. I yeah. mean, I do it. Yeah, it's I coming still out do of it. like insecurity and <laughs> yeah. fear, and I'm like. Oh, babies, like I feel for you and, and your sweet, your sweet little hearts, but you're going to drive yourself insane. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, dating, I mean, I would hope dating should be just about needs and wants, clarity around that, and open communication with whoever you're dating around that. You would be surprised how many people you're dating, men or women, um, can handle a really direct conversation about things. Yeah. Like just go at it directly so that then everything's out on the table and then you guys can just like enjoy your time together. But if you're starting to build up all these thoughts and opinions and perspectives that your partner doesn't even know is happening, like now there's space, now there's disconnection. Um, so I would just encourage all of you out there to be brave and, and just, just ask things directly. If you need clarity in a situation, ask the person. Um, if if they don't have it to give you, okay, then check in with that. Um, and then yes, stop being so addicted to drama, dude. It's boring. <laughs> it is. You don't. Ah, ah, like it's so boring. There's so much more interesting shit to be doing with your time than like little petty dramas. Because like life will bring you problems. Yeah. There are problems and they will come. That shit is interesting. That shit you got to face. Like that's the stuff that'll keep you up at night. Like how do I solve this like major issue in my life? That's some real shit. Don't get caught between the he said, she said, oh my God, my friend said like this passive aggressive thing and now I'm holding on to this <laughs> yeah, for like ugh. fucking three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I like how we got all that from that one. I, I love that too. Yeah, that's like a, such a good. It's a good one. So People good. need to hear it. Yeah. Um, this one also kind of relates to what we were just talking about. So here is tip number four or five, I think. Um, <laughs> I, 
I have the list. Um, from my experience, if you tell people, no, I can't come and be honest about why, even if it's I just don't want to, people are usually really understanding about it. Sometimes you just don't want to do something and that's fine. People know and accept that and you don't have to say yes all the time. So like you were saying, just be clear. It's so much better than spinning all of this random shit lies. Yes. It doesn't need to be because I tripped and hurt yes. my leg. No, I just don't want to come. <laughs> yes. Dude, I know. <laughs> I know people at home uh, do this. I know I have done this. How often are we spending so much emotional energy feeling bad that we're saying no to someone and then making up mm -hmm whether it's true or embellished or an entire lie, making up this story as to why you're saying no and how much energy <laughs> you're spending on that rather than just the fuck saying no. Mm -hmm. You can say no and not give a reason. Yeah. When someone asks you, hey, are you around to do this, blah, 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 on this day, you are allowed to literally just say, no, but love you. Yeah. Like, no, no, don't feel thanks. like Thanks, see you next time. <laughs> you literally, you can give zero excuse. Yeah. Um, yeah, my mom growing up, mom, I love you. You know I love you. And I know she listens to this podcast. <laughs> um, you know I love you. You know you're the best. You know you've given me so many tools in life. However, my mom was the queen of... Not big lies, not teaching me to big lie. That was a mm. problem. But she taught me the art of, oh, well, just tell them mm -hmm. this because then you're good. Yeah, then they won't be mad. And as I grew up and got into the fucking real world, when I would do that, I mean, especially like in intimate relationships, mm. I found... Mm -hmm. The little lie it's worse. <laughs> is actually fucking awful. It's worse. <laughs> it creates weird distrust with people. It creates weird guilt energy from me anyway. And it's I like a I'm web. It's like a web and then you catch yourself. That's Dude. the problem with the small lies. You can't keep your own story straight and it adds so much more anxiety to your own life. Yes. For what? They, they wouldn't have cared if you said the truth. Exactly. Yes, because exactly. <laughs> then you'll see that friend a week later and your little lie, you don't remember it because it was little and dumb. And you were like, oh, I, I, no, I got to go pick up my grandma or something. Yeah, and, they're like, and then next week they're like, how's your grandma? And you're like, I don't have a grandma. And they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> they're like, what is happening? No, Who like, are you? Are you a fucking spy? <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, I'm dude, crying. that is some shit. Yes, guys, learn to, this is such a huge tip. Thank you to whoever submitted that. Mm -hmm. L learn that no is enough. If you want to say no, it's enough. Just say fucking no, man. Lately in my life, I like re really can't, I can't like schedule more than like four days ahead. Like mm -hmm. I just have to take stuff as it's coming. And I've had to tell friends that sometimes like, yeah. Hey, can you do this on this day? And I'm like, hey, I actually won't know until like that morning. Mm -hmm. If that doesn't work for you, cool. I'm not going to come. But like if I can let you know that morning, like where I'm at. Um, yeah, that's been that's been a cool one. Oh, that's I like cool that. One. I should do that. <laughs> I'm, I'm bad at making plans two weeks out because then it'll get to the day of and I'm like, oh. I don't feel like it. Exactly. But, but also I should, you know. Yeah, I need like four days. Yeah. 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 That's a good one. So say no. Say, just say your no's. Say no, babies. And you um, don't have to say yes to everything. Okay, this is the last one. So I guess 
uh, it must be tip number eight. Damn. <laughs> so this one is be honest about how you feel and trust your intuition, no matter the side effects that may come with it. Also, your health must be your number one priority in life. Okay, those are two separate tips. Two separate but, tips. Mm -hmm. um, this is a good one. Yeah, intuition. I've had some moments where I think we might have talked about this on one episode, like the difference between anxiety and intuition. And when you struggle with anxiety, sometimes it's hard to recognize, am I just being anxious or is my gut actually telling me something? Yes. And I've had moments where I could tell the difference. And that's what I want to say is you will know the difference yes. when it is your intuition. Yeah, I saw people. So we had a clip um, that went a little viral about, me saying if you've committed to going to something like go to it mm -hmm. um even if your social anxiety creeps up the day of and you don't want to go like if you've said you're going to go um because you've put your word out into the universe and and something is going to be there for you um and i definitely saw a lot of people comment like um, what if that's my anxiety telling me like danger is out there or like basically like, um, you're encouraging me to be unsafe. And it's like, no, no dude, that's not the fuck at all. What was being said. It's, it's, it's more along these lines. Like, yes, you do have an anxious voice. Yes. Sometimes things are unsafe. And like, that's different. If it's coming through that, like you're literally unsafe, Okay, listen to that. But most of the time, most of the time your anxiety is telling you you are unsafe. You're not. Yeah. There is, like, I, I just looked this up. There's this, I guess, quote, intuition feels like a gentle nudge, whereas anxiety may feel like a fire drill. Yeah. And I would say that's true. Like it, intuition's like this deep knowing, like mm, something's off. Yes. Anxiety's like, I don't know. I don't want to go. What if people think I'm weird? Like, I, I, I should Ex I even go to this? Do I even want? That's the Ex difference. Exactly. And I've been in situations while solo traveling. I think Mayada talked about a weird Hell situation yeah, she that she had, but hers ended up being good because her intuition was like, this situation's fine. This guy's going to be great. Right. I'm talking about the, yes. she did have an unsafe one, yes. which I also had that I thought I was going to get kidnapped. And that was like this deep knowing, get the fuck out yeah, of here. That's different, yeah. man. Yeah. But your anxiety, the problem is your anxiety will tell you you're unsafe when like literally you're just like going to someone's apartment mm -hmm. to hang out. Like, um, but, but to this intuition tip, man, listeners out there, this is such a huge part of growing up and it is a lifelong relationship with yourself. And I've, I've gotten pretty practiced at it over the years, but it takes constant like discernment and listening, but I've just seen it play out again and again in my life. Whenever I listen to that little voice that intuition voice, that guidance voice, for me, it doesn't speak loud. It doesn't repeat itself often. Like the answer's there. It says what it says and you hear it and you can either ignore it or listen to it. And every time I've ignored it in my life, things have gone worse. <laughs> yeah. And not necessarily catastrophic. Wait, can you think of an example? 
when you felt something was off and you were like, mm, it's fine. No, no, it's not even about off. It's just, it, it's not anything. Aligned. The intuition speaks, the intuition's not just like guiding you from danger. It's guiding you to where you want to mm. be. So like, even like, hey, go talk to that person. Mm-hmm. Hey, actually, we should go do this today. Um, oh, I actually should take this meeting. Thing. Maybe when um, you decided to randomly go to lunch with me I mean, to make honestly, this podcast. Yeah, like, like every... <laughs> Like, honestly, like most choices come down to intuition. Mm -hmm. Is it a yes or is it a no? And so it's like daily and it's subtle. Um, But when you learn to like hear that voice, it's kind of undeniable. It happens to me too with like, oh, you should have that conversation with that person. Like, oh, you should talk to your friend about that, that thing that's in there or you should check in with them about that thing. Mm-hmm. And if I don't, like I said, it's not like catastrophic, it's just less good. But when I listen to it, even if it leads me somewhere uncomfortable, life like kind of opens up in a particular way. So yeah, your, your inner guidance is everything. There's also this thing of like, man, life, ha- we have so much information coming at us in our lives. And, and you have a bunch of friends and you have family. So if you don't have a good relationship with your own listening and you constantly need to rely on things that are outside of you to make decisions, you're just going to be lost because we have a million decisions to make in our lives. And if it's always on getting the opinions of things outside of you, all that's just going to become noise. So like you have to know where do you make your decisions from in your life? And man, as, le- as much as I like to rely on my intellect and my mind and the analyzing of things, um, some decisions you really just have to fucking make a call. And you can't analyze your way through it. You just have to listen to your inner guidance and make a fucking choice. And so how do you develop that? Like, how <gasps> Solo do you- travel. It's the one time Dude. where no one's outside opinions are going to change your day. You're spending it with yourself. And I know it's scary and people might not have interest in doing it, but it is probably the best way to learn how to listen to what you actually want to do and develop that muscle of making your own choices. So I, I agree entirely. That's all intuition. Even when if I, it's taking yourself out to dinner by yourself in your own city. For sure. You don't have to go on a backpacking trip, although... You should. Although you should. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's for sure intuition. When I'm mm-hmm. traveling solo, like my whole day is up to my intuition. Mm-hmm. So it's all about listening. Do I go right or left? Do I want to go to this museum or do I just want to go like walk along this river? And you'll see as you start playing in that space with yourself, kind of what opens up and what doesn't. And man, when you're solo traveling and just listening to your own guidance, Sure, maybe maybe some days can be boring or maybe some days you could be lonely or sure, you might encounter some problems too, but also some days can become so magical. Like things can open up and flow in this really organic way just because you listen to one part of your intuition that said go left instead of right. And all of a sudden you're meeting some people who are like mm-hmm. super cool and they invite you to their mom's house who cooks you dinner and like all these things have happened to me and like really uh gave me a good sense that like life is magic when yeah I'm, and it when builds your confidence so Hell much yeah. oh, it's the best it is the best 
do it, people. Um, okay, those were our tips. I, I love them. Yeah. I love that our audience is uh, so thoughtful about this growing up journey and that they have a lot of wisdom out there. Because uh, even though I love that you guys listen to this podcast and listen to me and get something from this, um, I, I just want to remind you out there, like, you have all the answers within you. You really do. And sometimes, sure, you need to hear it from a person outside of you for it to, like, really, like, uh, land or, like, blossom inside of you. But, like, you you have it. You, you have it. You know your way through. Um, you really do. And if you feel like you don't at the moment or you feel cut off or you feel closed off, then cool. That's like a great time to take action, talk to a therapist, maybe talk to a coach, go get some tools, read a self-help book, like get a couple tools that you can use to start opening things up, talk to friends, family, whatever. Uh, this podcast, sure, you can pick up a lot from the outside, but like y you have you have your journey within you. Like you have the answers, you know the way through. Um, you just gotta be in like a little relationship with it. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Thanks for uh, submitting tips, my friends. Um, you, Because, you know, I get asked for tips a lot. And uh, that is the blessing and the curse of my Ned life. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm glad I can outsource my tips to you guys some of the time. And I'm also interested to see what, like, people people say. What do you mean? Like, I'm interested to see what aspects of life, oh, yeah. like, our audience kind of... Yeah, what are people struggling with outside of your yeah. own little bubble, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, man, the journey of this podcast has been that. That, like, you find we're all going through the same shit. Mm -hmm. We're all, like, working through the same core issues. And, yeah, like we said earlier in the podcast, sometimes it takes five years to work through that That insecurity or or that anxiety sometimes it takes 10 years sometimes it takes 20 years like life is actually these longer cycles and even though we want everything right now like this is the journey of growing up these longer cycles and like looking back eight years and going huh you know what I, I really don't people please anymore mm -hmm. like that's been a cool part of my life is feeling like I'd be a people pleaser forever oh, I'm so close I'm still not there but I'm like I know I'm close Dude. I say no a lot more but it's still hurts <laughs> it still hurts I'm getting close though so that is inspiring you're a couple years older than me maybe yes I'll get there yes mm -hmm. like those these longer like fuck our life is so much about like short-term gratification but these longer-term cycles that we get into are so beautiful to look back on yeah like when I look back Probably like seven years I started my stopping my people please journey. Mm -hmm. Wait, I'm 32. <laughs> what all the time? Maybe five years. Five years. Okay. I like really got it, like stopped doing it. And sure, it creeps up sometimes. But being able to look back and go like, no, I'm not the same kid I was. Like, 
I have new issues I'm working on, but I don't do that. I really did change that habit. I really did change that thing that felt innate and felt like I couldn't change. And sometimes people say, well, I'm just this way and I'll always be this way. No, you don't have to be. So that is very inspiring. Yeah, that's a big one. Mm -hmm. People, I man, I talk to people all the time. Well, I'm just, yeah. where you make... You make the thing that you would like to change about yourself you label your it. identity mm -hmm. rather than it's this behavior that I feel insecure about because I'd like to change it, but I actually don't feel powerful enough to change it. And that makes me feel even worse. Da, da, da. Rather than facing all that and doing the slow work to change it, you're just like, well, I'm just this way. Mm -hmm. I'm just a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I'm just dramatic. Well, yeah. that's just me. Yeah. Like, no, man, if you want to change something, you can. Mm -hmm. It just takes like time. Maybe 10 years. Maybe 10 years. Maybe five. Fuck. Life is longer than we want it to be. <laughs> um, hey, good to see you, Ramey. Yeah. Always you love having you on the pod. Yeah, we're going to ask you some juicy questions for the next episode. Woo! <laughs> All right. Um, listeners, I love you. Uh, we have merch up. We have episodes you know find us on the socials if you haven't give us a follow give us a comment and we read all your reviews. comments oh yeah if, if you can do us a favor and leave uh, us some reviews on apple podcasts and spotify it would just go a long way to growing this podcast which we still are also i have new music out under good valley um yeah what a time to be alive love you guys see you next week